Mixed Media Gaming. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, this will be this is the arguing with Reddit segment of the Mixed Media Podcast. With the uh, we'll be doing gaming today. We just finished talking about the CIA, or not necessarily CIA specifically, but uh, information laundering in general. If you don't know what that is, perfect. You can watch the previous episode on information laundering that Irving did, and as it relates to, well, as it will relate in the uh, as part of the uh, series that leads up to uh, the CIA and. Um, who is it? Who is it? The CIA and who? who? Who are you relating to? What did Hitchcock know about the CIA? That'll be the title. Yeah. That's, all right. So yeah, if you if you want to you want to keep up with the series, you want you want to you know get to that end point about what uh, what Hitchcock knew about the CIA, um, probably want to watch that episode to get some to get some uh, much needed info that will probably be used later. So uh, yeah, but for now we'll be doing the gaming segment of the Mixed Media Podcast. And unfortunately, uh, Ben is messed up in this view, too, so I'm going to have to fix that in a second here. Oh, I can't actually see that myself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it is messed up. <laughs> had a lot of problems with me today, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> while, while Nathan's responding, I'll fix, uh, fix your layout. But you get to see uh, how my thing works with the absent stuff <laughs> uh, in the meantime. Um, all right, so I'll pull up the first one. This one is from Producer Wife. Producer Wife is is my wife, if, if anyone thinks that sounds weird. I always forget some people might not know what I'm talking about. So the title of this one says, uh, for most people, gaming PCs are a waste of money. And there's a whole bunch of detail here. Um, it says, I have a gaming PC myself, and I'll admit that it's cool. However, I just don't see the point in dropping thousands on a rig when you can get a ps5 i assume is what that says sorry it's a little tiny on my screen or xbox seared x uh which i both own that can play games almost as well as great performance and graphics for 500 dollars um and you can read the rest i guess or nathan if you want to read the rest up to you i think there uh, is certainly space for both pc and consoles i would say that most people who buy gaming pcs probably wasting the money actually Either either the fact that they could have they should have just gotten a console instead, or they shouldn't just not have gotten a PC that's just that beefy. It was not necessary, uh, that expensive. So like, I think, you know, generally I would say console is a bad deal. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, but it's so cheap, right? Five hundred dollars for and you know you want to buy a gaming PC that performs as well. You have to pay a lot more than five hundred dollars. Well, okay, that's especially true more now than ever, given that uh, hardware prices are extremely high. But I want to assume like. We're not talking about this era because I, I, it's hard to talk about this era. <laughs> um, so, in talking about like you know like when uh, a couple of years ago when prices were I guess what we consider normal, yeah, it was still the case that gaming PCs were more expensive than their console counterparts for the performance. However, at least until the end, towards the end of uh, you know the console uh, life cycle when they're you know consoles are really getting old and they're about to release the next ones. The thing is, uh, the upgradability is quite nice and will save you money in the long run, right? So you buy a PS5 now, a couple of years down the line, you buy a PS6, it's going to cost you more than buying a game PC and probably just replacing the graphics card and being up to par with uh, with the PS6. Um, and, you know, as well, you also get, like, a whole host of other things, other than, like, you know, being able to use your computer for things other than gaming. I know, you know, PS5, it's becoming more like a computer every day. You might be able to do things like, can you watch YouTube on a PS5? I wonder. I feel like that's something that should be possible. I don't know if it is, though. <laughs> but 
uh, if it is, you know, you could, I still, you know, you don't have like the, the wide range of options with PC where the point of it is that it's a general purpose computer, right? You can do a general variety of things. You're not locked into a specific category of, uh, of things. As for like, you know, you see people buy like their $1,200 game PCs just to play Minecraft. That is like, I don't know, dude. I feel like certain PC gamers is a stain on the image of other PC gamers. It's so odd. They're like, oh, you have to buy like a $1,500 game PC. It's like, you don't have to. It's just people do that because they're weird. I, I don't know why. I think a lot of people just don't know. They're like, oh, let me get the, you know, the latest and greatest CPU. It's like, wow, that's going to get you zero FPS. You know, you're going to increase your FPS on that <laughs> pretty much. Obviously, you know, it's like a minimum CPU threshold power you need, right? At some point, a CPU just starts becoming more and more relevant, and GPU becomes the relevant part. You know, you're never going to be CPU-bound CPU usually, pretty much what I'm saying. Uh, I remember back when uh, G, um, computer prices were more reasonable, I would used to recommend people get the 3200G CPU. It costs $100. Uh, it was a four-core, I believe. I don't believe it was... I think it was... I don't think there was any SMT in it, so just four threads, I think, um, at a reasonable clock speed. And... It came with an integrated uh, GPU. That you could use for... Now, that's not great, right? <laughs> Given that it has an integrated GPU. Uh, but if you didn't want to... If you didn't have the money now, you can upgrade it later, add a GPU later. Uh, if you want to add a GPU now, that's fine. The CPU is perfectly fine on its own. It's $100. But, that, but sometimes if you're buying like $150 G, uh, CPUs, I'm like, why? <laughs> I mean, this makes a lot of sense if, you're, if your concerns are things outside of gaming. But if you're literally just trying to do simple schoolwork, simple work right general general stuff surfing the web watching videos and gaming you do not need an integrator at 3200g probably i have one that's better is a better cpu because i do 3d modeling and stuff like that and uh i use my cpu for ray tracing which a lot of people be like oh that's gross that's just how it is man <laughs> sorry <laughs> um so yeah i built i built my computer to be uh to well, with the with the knowledge, I wouldn't have uh, CUDA on my computer, so I wouldn't be able to do any GPU ray tracing in Blender. I mean, a lot of people might think you don't do ray tracing with uh, CUDA. I mean, in Blender, not in video games where you use uh, they call ray, ray tracing cores. But in Blender, you would use CUDA cores to to uh, do ray tracing. So I built my computer as a CPU focused computer because I knew I wouldn't have an NVIDIA GPU, so I wouldn't have any CUDA cores. Um, and then I got a, a processor that might have cost like $170 or something like that. I don't remember. Um, but I would not recommend that for the average gamer. Uh, right now what I have is a uh, RX 590 as my GPU. I can't remember how much that cost at the time. Uh, it's quite a, quite some time ago. It was like, uh, like three years ago, two years ago. So I don't know. Maybe it's not a lot of time. But um, it still works. It still, still, still runs every... I have a monitor that's 144 FPS, 1440p. I run, I run everything max settings at 144 FPS, uh, 1440p, almost always. So, you know, isn't, I, I, wouldn't, I, would, I do not regret at all having uh, not bought a better GPU. So, yeah, I think, I think most people's gaming PCs are a waste of money. I think they can oftentimes just be cheaper. But I also do see the need for gaming PCs as opposed to consoles. And also, Ben is sideways <laughs> currently. <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was noticing it's like very unstable with me holding it in my hand which i have to do because how the charging cord is so i tried to lay it on inside but i guess that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> i see i see but uh yeah that's, that's all i have to say yeah the only thing i'd add to that is if you need a good pc right now 
you actually are forced to buy probably the best PC you could possibly buy right now before the prices go up even further. Um, like, and that's if you need it, need it. So, you know, the inflation on, on these parts is so bad that my computer has appreciated and it's like two years old, which is insane. <laughs> like I could sell my, my used CPU for a profit and that like makes no sense to my mind, but uh, that's the reality of the, the, the situation with uh, these PC parts. And so, yeah, I also, as well, when I built my PC, I went with a CPU-focused thing as well because I'm an editor, and I'm so glad I overbuilt it a little bit because I would not be able to... I would have had to upgrade my graphics card by now if I didn't uh, go a little bit more expensive uh, to be able to do uh, flight sim stuff. And uh, I would not have just... Like, here's my joystick here, if you want to see. Um and I would not have been able to do that at all if uh, I didn't just spend that little extra up front. And it's not like I knew this was going to happen back then, but uh, if I needed it, it would be very bad right now. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, next one. So this one is from yourself. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I didn't realize you put it up on the screen. I was looking away. Um, it says, oh, it's titled, What Makes an Action... What Makes action seem more satisfying posted on r slash game dev so obviously within the context of games uh we all know about camera shakes sound of design vibrations etc what small detail do you notice in your game or or others that really satisfy you for me it's certain it's a certain pistol in mass effect 2 blah blah gives an example i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you it's maybe depressing for some people i'm gonna give you the abridged version of, of a gdc talk here because it's something like People might not know of uh, if they haven't looked it up. Looked it up, like what makes these things feel satisfying. But if you looked it up, you already know. <laughs> it's like it's like one of those things where you only watch it. Uh, I say this because I used to binge watch GDC talks a lot. So at some point, you just you're bound to find these things about like uh, what makes action satisfying and stuff like that. So here's what I'll tell you in a GDC talk. I'll save you the time <laughs> of, of watching anything uh, related to this topic. Uh, essentially, what they'll say is so a lot of it's about the animation. Uh, if, it, if it's something that, like, the action is something that has an animation that you can see, right, which is probably most action. action. So if it's something like, a, imagine, like, a punch, for example, having things like um, sort of... This is, this is actually... Uh, it's not even game-specific. This is general animation. Everyone might know it because it's from movie stuff. Those are general animation uh, sort of principles. So if you want to make something more impactful, you give it some frames of wind-up, and then uh, instead of like just being like, imagine like a punch, right? The person's winding up a little bit, even if it might be excessive and, and like unrealistic. Um, this is something you might see in cartoons a lot where uh, a character will wind up more than is like real, like realistically possible or normal, you know, expected. Uh, and that sort of gives it a, uh, I guess, like a greater gravity to it. I, I don't know if you call it satisfying, but it certainly gives it a greater weight. It makes it feel like it, it's, it's more being done. And um, that's what 909 crime in the chat says. He says uh, here, she says uh, responsiveness, immersive weight. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they already mentioned sound design. So I, I was going to say that, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's that one of the things, uh, things like sound, but a lot of things, a lot of things that people don't know about are things like post-processing effects. Oftentimes the game might uh, change the brightness of the screen temporarily uh, or change the contrast. If you're talking about like an impact, for example, uh, sometimes you might have the world get a bit darker at the moment uh, of impact and then immediately get back to its original uh, brightness. Um, 
you some that's that's effect is is pretty noticeable. Um, I can't think of certainly there are games like this. I just can't think of them, but uh, games where you pick up certain items, they'll make the screen brighter temporarily. Um, people might have noticed that, like really quick, like a like a flash of brightness is obviously noticeable. It's not subtle at all. I just can't think of games a game that does that. But uh, that's certainly not something that's uh, incredibly uncommon. You can use those kind of tricks for uh, impacts and, and other action that you might want to seem satisfying. Along with animation, you might want to give things a bit of like a um, something's sometimes games have a sort of like a, a freeze frame if something is hit. A thing will, will sort of be frozen for a few extra frames, you know, then it should be, it should be immediately moved or whatever. Uh, I don't necessarily do that. This one's again applies to more cartoony sort of games. So I can think of like, I can think of like, um, uh, like fighting games, for example, like Guilty Gear or something like that. Uh, they do that kind of stuff. But this can definitely be applied to, I'm thinking of uh, one of the Batman games, maybe multiple do that, where uh, everything sort of freezes for a bit of time uh, once yeah. I gets hit. Yeah, that's 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 the original GDC talk. That's probably what you'll hear. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, I was going to say also for me, like the camera work is a huge deal. It's like for me, the thing that makes things feel the most immersive is dynamic camera work and like beautiful sound engineering. Well, the sound engineering definitely is much more important than the camera work, actually, in terms of immersion. When you can just sit your character down for a moment and just listen and it feels like there's an actual world out there is, you know, it's it's definitely unique, you know. And then like with the camera work, I think the game that really like brought that to my attention was uh, Last of Us. Like in the middle, yeah, (laughs) in the middle of the action, you know, we're having like beautiful camera work, but it's dynamic in a way that's like surprising because, you know, where you're going to be in the scene is not predictable. You know (laughs) know what I mean? Obviously, because I get to choose where I'm walking, you know, if I'm in the middle of combat, I get to choose how I'm doing the combat. Uh, But the game is doing this crazy dynamic camera work that like accentuates everything I'm doing and makes sense inside the space. And it makes it oddly feel extremely immersive, even though it's a third-person game. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of this stuff, for sure, is like uh, stuff you would find in um, like like books or, or or lectures or whatever talks on movies and shows and stuff like that. And uh, like stat, like uh, you know, I don't know what you call them predefined visual mediums, like you know, things where <laughs> what's going to happen is known, and trying to incorporate that somehow. If it's like a cutscene, obviously. Everything's predefined, so you can you can incorporate that into your game. But it's not a cutscene; it's something like like you're talking about uh, dynamic dynamic areas in The Last of Us. Then you can also try to find find a way to try to um, encourage the camera to go in ways that you would like and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's it for for that. Is there a, is there a hot take in the audience, or Ben? Do you have a spontaneous hot take? <laughs> Okay. I don't, I don't, my 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 knowledge of video games is not good enough for me to come up with something off the top of my head. We've got to fix that. We've got to, We've got to get Ben a gaming PC and uh, got get, got to get Ben <laughs> on the train. Nine oh nine crime says, uh, "Y'all ever play Ninja Garden, Sigma, or Bayonetta? Even though they're real different games, the controls are very well done. When I'm playing, sometimes I figure out new combos just from playing the game. And then a hot take uh, from the audience." Uh, from 99 crime is more games need difficulty sliders i think i talked about difficulty sliders at some point yeah yeah it's an episode called uh is that something to do with accessibility <laughs> but essentially what i said was um something about like 
is the the idea of, the, of that topic episode spawned for me watching a, a GDC, uh, not a GDC normal talk. It was like a GDC podcast thing they were doing. I only ever watched that one and stopped in the middle of it because I didn't like it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was uh, something about like, uh, yeah, I was talking about accessibility and uh, I think I stopped listening because they were talking about something about like difficulty modes. I think they were like making it so like generic, like they were uh, essentially like putting one big blanket statement over all games saying like they all need um, easy difficulties and stuff like that. I said no, pretty much. <laughs> I think it's what I said in that in that episode. Yeah, if you look up uh, the t- the episode title is "Why Gaming Accessibility Is Complicated," episode number twenty seven. This is back when our format was older, so it looks dank. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, what is that? Wow, that is we have come a long way. That is we look at what what I look like and have looked like throughout this show today. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at like. It's like a low quality like mixed media logo where uh, our like you know normally our like topic thing is like uh, you know oh, yeah, a yeah. little square, but it's yeah. like the re- the resolution of the mixed media logo is low. I never noticed that. It's like not like high quality. <laughs> it's very odd. Incremental <laughs> changes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll link. I'll link the episode. Awesome. Now I need everyone to uh, everyone who's watching right now smash the like button if it's already if it hasn't already been smashed. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the best thing you can do to help us out, um, is to share anything about this podcast that you like. If there's any episodes that you like, if you like the whole channel, whatever you like, share it with your friends, your family, uh, who might enjoy it. Um, that's the most important part, right? Like, so if you have a, an avid gamer, you know, a musician, um, a filmmaker, you know, anyone who might enjoy this, uh, send it to them. That's the best thing you can do to help us out right now. Um, and uh as as we uh continue on this and uh this was very fun <laughs> all right so uh we'll see you uh next week at 9 30 p.m eastern time on monday for a new episode of the mixed media podcast and uh we'll have a jolly good old time together in the chat so i'll see you guys next week see you then yep thanks for watching and listening Bye. look tell a man no trouble i don't want beef man i just want vibes Big man like me, no need for the telephone hype. I got too much getting online. One rule, then dead I'm on sight. Wrong move, I bet they gon' ride. No need for the telephone hype, nah. No need for the snoozing. Big whip outside, I'm cruising. Big stick inside, no losing. Better watch out for the snake and Judas's. Don't ask them who this is. I bet they know what I'm moving in. I bet I show it into a dim. How you hate and then lose again? How you hating my vibes? Why you wasting my time? Getting hype on my line. Tell a man I don't want feedback. I just want relax. Brand new whip, two tone. I need that brand new hit. You know, like lean back, brand new bits. I live in. We back, man. You never gonna like us. Get them on sight now. Let them all like that way. They know I'm alright. Just look at my life. I'm living all right. I'm nice. You know I'm alright. Looking like Christ. No need for the hype or fight or telephone vipers. No need for the telephone vipers.